Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. One of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast is to be able to expand my reach to other women and help. In this episode, I want to share about what has brought me to this path. My interest and passion for charity work was ignited since I was young. I studied in a Catholic school all my life till university. Doing charity work as if it is a normal behavior being done by everyone. I remember in grade school, we would have what is called Mission Sundays, where we will be encouraged to save part of our allowance and put whatever savings we have inside a brown envelope, and this is being collected for charity during Sunday Mass. I will feel so proud of myself then when I'm able to put quite a significant amount of my savings into that envelope, knowing it will be given to the poor people. My first immersion into, into real community service is when I entered first year high school. Other than academic subjects, if you want to be in the honor roll and have a chance to be the top in the class, you are required to do extracurricular activities. Out of the clubs like dancing, acting, etc., I specifically joined the Catechism Club. In this club, Every, Sunday, every Saturday is spent going to the depressed area to teach young poor children about religion. In my country, the Philippines, religion is not a mandatory subject, especially for public schools. So a lot of poor children do not know much about God. They only get to learn from volunteers like us who would spend hours on Saturday teaching them through Bible classes, games, making learning about God fun. When I entered college, I had to juggle studying and being active in the church choir. One day I was invited to be part of a group of young people who would serve the community church by singing during the masses. Such years I've spent were one of the most memorable part of my life. I have become really attached to this group that as soon as I get home from school, I will quickly do my assignments, and soon after I will go to the house of a friend of mine whose mother cooks and sells food for a living. Around early evening, one by one, my other friends from the choir will arrive, and we will all just sit there outside our house and exchange stories about anything under the sun. This became a normal daily routine in the evening, when you have some problems and you need to talk to someone or when you just need to talk, coming together every evening became a routine. 
There were days when my mom will call my attention when, when I would come home really late, past 9 p.m. She usually would worry about me, though it is just in the same block. But most of the time, I will walk back with someone on the way home. Aside from singing during the Mass in our community church, there were Saturdays and Sundays when we would go to a place called Happy Land. During the 90s, this place was full of very poor families. We would walk our way there with a priest, set up an altar, and bring Mass to them. This was when I got exposed to the living conditions of really poor people in our country. I have seen very small houses where there seems to be not much space to move around, where the small area functions as everything, living, dining, and sleeping area. I have seen houses built on top of the pile of garbage. Coming from a very comfortable and sheltered life, such scenes will humble you and make you feel so much blessed. So when I got married and my two daughters were growing up, Whenever there is an opportunity to serve and do charity work, I would always volunteer. During occasions when I'm allowed to bring them along, like feeding of poor children or going to the orphanage, I made sure they come with me. I wanted them to see that even though we are not rich, when it comes to money, we are still far more blessed with food to eat three times a day, a roof on our head, and that they can study in a Catholic school too. I believe this was instrumental in holding their character that they grew up with compassion for the poor, with a willingness to serve. It is for this that I know that they will be good doctors. Since then, I had been involved in many charity activities. The most memorable one for me is the volunteer work for girls who were victims of sexual abuse. It is heartbreaking to see very young girls who were robbed of their innocence and playful, playfulness of a child and hearing the stories why they were placed in the institution. Most of them were saved from their own family where the abuse happened. If I would have the chance to go back to my country, this is where I would want to serve again. Moving to Singapore, I continued to grab opportunities for such service. I have participated in bringing terminally ill patients to experience museums and amusement park tours. I've cared for them at nursing homes, volunteered in soup kitchens, and if I, if I cannot physically contribute, the regular financial contribution to charity fills my heart with gratitude that I'm given the opportunity to give help and not the one who needs help. I believe that when we give help, either by sharing our time or financial resources, we receive much, much more back in return. I love what I have read in one of the books on living your life with a purpose. It says the reason why volunteers are not paid is because what they are doing are priceless. There is no better investment than sharing kindness and love. Money lose value with time, but the acts of kindness stays in the hearts of those we help forever. The, or, the author also said that the best exercise for your heart is in reaching down and lifting others up through charity work. I love that thought. I cannot agree more 
Acts of charity gives us pleasure and contentment, knowing we were able to help someone. It makes us look at our situation and realize how lucky, how blessed we are compared to others. If we think about it, we cannot say we have lived our life well if we have not done something to somebody worth remembering. The best investment is where we expect no returns, giving selfless and unconditional love. When I help another person, the only thing I hope that that person will do is to pay it forward to someone else when when they become capable of helping. I think the world will be a lovely place if we all will just pay forward the kindness to someone else. I always remind myself that life satisfaction does not come from how much money we have in our wallets or bank accounts. That kind of satisfaction loses its meaning to us when we have spent the money, when we bought and acquired that luxury item we are eyeing. But seeing and touching another life, that kind of satisfaction will feed our hearts forever. Those simple acts of charity work that may seem insignificant can be just what that other person needs to have hope in life. Therefore, let's start changing the way we measure our stay in this world. Instead of counting years and birthdays, wouldn't it be nicer if we count our age by how many lives we have touched? I would love to hear your thoughts about my sharing. Please connect to my Facebook LinkedIn, and Instagram, and check my website at catapult.com, www.cotapult.com. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L, R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.